Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is the son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. been waiting for I know most of you some decided to go to the kitchen mm, 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 mm. you are changing during the faith session amen but this is the time that uh, we always look forward to because faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word of God so we are about to receive rich food the real food that comes from heaven for Jesus is the word of God and Jesus is coming to us through the word. And if you're excited with me, stand up to your feet in your room as well. In honor, in honor of whom God has given us, our own pastor, our own shepherd, Bishop Napoleon Essien, son of Bishop Doug Hayward Mills. Welcome Bishop Napoleon Essien. Hallelujah. If you in the house cannot respond, I wonder what those who are watching in their rooms are doing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And amen. Somebody put your hands together and give the Lord a shout. Wow, what a blessing. What a blessing. We thank God for the opportunity to be in his house and to receive from him. Amen. It's always a joy. David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Amen. Many things I've tried to let us worship only online, but thank God that we can also come. And I predict very soon, I'm sure by the end of September, we will have a normal services. Amen. Okay, let's bow our head for prayer. Our Father in heaven, we thank you. We bless you. Oh, yes. How good you've been to us. How lowered be thy name, Lord. This morning we say, have your way. Let your will be done, oh God. And Lord, we pray for understanding hearts. May we not be the same because we came. Holy Spirit of God, have your way. And Lord, illuminate your word and cause us to live here knowing that indeed we have encountered you. Lord Jesus, be exalted, be lifted, be praised in our midst this morning and let your will be done. We bind the powers of darkness and that which is able to bring misunderstanding of your word. May we receive that which only comes from you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody put your hands together and give the Lord a shout. Okay. Be seated in heavenly places. I know those of you in, in the room, you're already seated. So maybe you should stand for a while. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you happy to be in church? I am so happy to be here. And it's amazing what God is doing. Amen. Well, uh, we started sharing and talking about the Apostles' Creed. Amen. So we want to continue. Last week, we just began with the introduction. So this week, we are going to go into it and believe God to give us insight and help us to learn more. Amen. The Apostles' Creed. We spoke about the fact that it's the summary of our faith as the body of Christ. Hallelujah. It's the summary of our faith 
as the body of Christ. It's very important to know what we believe in as Christians. You may be speaking in tongues, you may be born again, tongue-talking, you may even be preaching, but we, we need to see the big picture. We need to see anytime we are preaching, we may be talking about a certain aspect of it, but we need to know the whole. Hallelujah. Are you here? So turn your Bibles with me, if you will, to uh, the book of Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10. I'm reading from verse number 19 to 25. Hebrews chapter 10. If you are there, say, Amen. If you are not there, say, Wait for me. I'm waiting. All right. Hebrews chapter 10. I'm reading from verse number 19. Bible says, And having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and a living way, which he has consecrated for us through the veil, that is to say, his flesh, and having an high priest over the house of God, let us, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. And let us consider one another to provoke unto the love and to good works, unto love, sorry, unto love and to good works. 25. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exalting one another, and so might the more as ye see the day approaching. Hallelujah. So this scripture, I remember that the verse number 25 was the only portion I knew that not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together just as we have come here. That is why there's been a lot of noise for us to come back to church. Amen. Because the assembling of the saint is a requirement by the Bible. Amen. The assembling, there is a physical assembling that is required. Amen. Good. So, it's very important for us to be able to assemble, to come together. So, Bible says that not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as the manner of some is. Some people don't like going to church, but exhorting one another. And so much the more, as ye see the day approaching. You see, there is a day approaching. I think uh, do we have NLT? Let's take this same scripture from there. It will make it very clear and it will help us to understand what we are talking about. Okay, I'm reading from the NLT. It says, And so, dear brothers and sisters, we can boldly enter heaven's most holy place because of the blood of Jesus. By his death, Jesus opened a new and life-giving way through the curtain into the most holy place. And since we have a high, since we have a great high priest who rules over God's house, let us go right into the presence of God with sincere hearts, fully trusting him. For our guilty consciences have been sprinkled with Christ's blood to make us clean. And our bodies have been washed with pure water. Let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm. For God can be trusted to keep his 
promise, let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. Let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. Hallelujah. Bible says we should encourage one another. We should motivate one another and do things to encourage, okay, the meeting of ourselves together as we see the return of Jesus Christ coming uh, close or drawing near. Amen. So there are a number of things that the apostle wrote about. Now, as we see the day of the Lord drawing near, as we see the return of Jesus drawing near, there are things that you need to do. Jesus said in John chapter 14, I think 1 and 2, it says, I'm going to prepare you a place. Okay? In my father's house are many mansions. I'm going to prepare you a place. And when I am done, I am finished, I will come and receive you unto myself. And Paul talks about the fact that we should think about his coming. Because his coming is drawing near. When we look at our world and the things that are happening... Nobody, even if you, you, you don't read the Bible, you will know that something is happening. You don't need to be a Bible scholar to understand that things are not the same as it used to be. Everybody is wearing a mask. Two people are getting married and they cannot even hug themselves. Wives are using the social distancing even in the bedroom. There are things happening. Things are not the way they're supposed to be. <laughs> are you here? Companies have transferred the pain of electricity and internet to their workers. Now, if you're a worker, you pay electricity and telephone bills and internet to do the work. These are not the way they used to be. Are you here? Companies are stopping paying rent. It's a new business model that has come. You need to take advantage of it. Things are not the way. And when you read your Bible, when you read the words of Jesus from Matthew chapter 24, it talks about the things that will happen. When they're coming, the end is coming. It talks about the earthquake. Look at China, flood, earthquakes. And I mean, in, in this month, the earthquakes that we have uh, uh, experienced in the whole world is more than it, it, it occurred in maybe 50 years from 1950 downwards. There are incidences and tragedies and conditions that you cannot explain except that the Bible is being fulfilled, except that scripture is being played right before our eyes. And yet, people are not sure of what is happening. But for us, the Christians, this is a time that we need to be faithful to what the Bible says and do exactly that. Can I hear your loudest amen? amen? So one of the things that the Bible says we should do when we see the return of Jesus drawing near, he said we should not forsake the gathering of ourselves together. Hallelujah. And we should also provoke one another to love and to good works. Hallelujah. What else should we do? Verse number 23. It says we should hold tightly without wavering to the hope that we affirm. I like this in the King James. The King James will let you understand it better. The 23 says, let us hold fast the profession, okay, of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful, that promised. And the word profession is the word confession. Amen. Bible says, as we see the time approaching, we should hold fast our confession. 
Hallelujah. We should hold fast our profession. Amen. What is the confession of the Christian faith? What do we profess as Christians and the body of Christ? There are different sects. There are different denominations. We have Anglican. We have Roman Catholic Church. We have Methodist. We have Pentecost. We have the Charismatic Church, Protestants, and different uh, denominations have come around and they are still uh, marching on. Different uh, doctrines are preached. But when it comes to our profession, the confession of our faith, there is no variation. Hallelujah. With this one, we all believe. That is what we call the Apostles' Creed. Amen. Okay. So, last week we began, and I'm sure by now most of us know it already. Can we uh, recite it together? Can we say it together? What is the Apostles' Creed? One, go. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and, okay, and in Jesus Christ, his only son, our Lord, who was conceived by the, by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, buried. He descended into hell. The third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and seated on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, in the Holy Catholic Church, in the communion of saints, the forgiveness, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting hallelujah put your hands together for the lord wow i am i am happy i don't know about those who are in their rooms but those who are here i think that i am excited you are coming along amen so the apostles creed this is what we believe in as the body of christ Okay, as the body of Christ, no matter what uh, denomination you belong to, this is what we believe in, and it's very important. Okay, it's the summary. It's the summary of our faith. And the Apostles' Creed is also called the 12 Articles of the Faith. The 12 Articles of the Faith. So, it's divided into 12. Okay, so today we are doing just the first article, the uh, number one. I believe in God the Father Almighty, the maker of heaven and earth. Amen. <laughs> are you here? And I like the reasoning of calling it an article. You know, when we talk about article, I'm sure the lawyers who understand what article, when they write constitution, they talk about Article 1, self-sufficient this, okay, and all that. So whatever you are talking about, you can find where it is in the law. So like I was talking about the last week, we will do ourselves good and even prevent a certain heresies and apostasy if we are able to align our teachings, our readings, to even know what uh, we are reading, where does it fit in our doctrine as the body of Christ. Hallelujah. So I believe that by the time we are through with this, we can have an exercise that even when you have your quiet time, you will be able to know which of the articles am I reading about, where I am reading or the study that I'm doing, where does it fit in what we believe in as the body of Christ. Hallelujah. So I'm talking about the article one. I believe in God the Father Almighty, the maker of heaven and earth. Hallelujah. And this is what the Bible is saying, that when we see the time approaching, we should hold fast. Can you see it? We should hold fast to our profession or our confession. So the confession that we just made, 
the Apostles' Creed, which we don't need to allow any part of it to slip. We don't need to neglect any part of it. We need to ensure, okay, that the, the, the 12 articles, every part of it, your faith in it, your belief in it, your practicing, do you reflect it? Not just confessing it, okay, but we also need to reflect it. If you believe in God, the Father Almighty, and the maker of heaven and earth, it will cause you to do certain things. Hallelujah. So, for a short time that we are going to be here, let's go straight into the word of God. Amen. So, we believe as the body of Christ that the earth and the heaven was made, was created by God. Amen. So, the article 1 debunks the theory of the big bang. The theory, okay, of evolution is debunked right there. We cannot proceed further. <laughs> I said we cannot proceed further. Because when we look at the article one, it talks about the creation, that there is a God, there is a being called God, the Father Almighty, who is the maker of heaven and earth. Hallelujah. We cannot ascribe this wonderful creation and all that we see to be something that just happened. It is not possible. It is not possible. And the Bible talks about it very clear. In Genesis chapter 1, verse number 1. In Genesis chapter 1, verse number 1. Is it there in your Bible? Please help me. Genesis Chapter 1, verse number 1, it said, In the beginning, God created heaven and the earth. Amen. In the beginning, God created heaven and the earth. It's as simple as that. There is no debate. Amen. I said there is no debate. God created it. God made it. And when you come to verse, I mean, the whole of chapter 1 up to verse uh, 1 to 31, when you read it, you will understand creation. But I like the verse number uh, 31. Look at verse number 31. Bible says, And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Amen. When you go to chapter 2, verse number 1, Bible says, Thus the heavens and the earth were finished. And all the hosts of them. Amen. Bible says that the heavens and the earth were finished. God created it. It took time to create the heavens, the earth, different things. We did not just appear. Are you here? We did not just appear. I was, I mean, I had to read about the evolution and the big bang. Many people don't know, but the, the Darwin, Charles Darwin, one of the things he said. Okay, is that for this theory to be true, for this theory to be true, there is something called natural uh, selection. That there is a variation, there is a selection, and inheritance, and also time. So we are all coming from uh, a point. We said every creation, including animals, uh, those in the sea, Whatever, we are all coming from one point. Can you believe it? Not that even the human race is coming from one point. Animals are coming from one point. Plants are coming. It's like we are all coming from one single point. And with time, with time, there, there is a mutation, variation that causes the division and people survive. So those who survive are those who are able to adapt to the environment and that is where natural selection. You know, it's amazing. It's amazing. But one guy asked a question. What accounts, he used just the story or the natural creation of giraffes. He said, what accounts for the length of the neck of a giraffe and the, that of human beings? <laughs> Why? Well, I mean, the 
the giraffe uh, excursion could not be answered very well. He said that giraffes have long necks because the, the natural selection allowed them to uh, pick things from trees that are high, and they have adapted to that. <laughs> well, when you read and read, you see, science, listen to me very carefully, science is not an attempt to uh, establish what or validate. Science cannot validate what God has done. God has already, he doesn't need science, okay? God doesn't need science to be God. Are you here? Science, that is why most of the science is spoken about as developing science. Science is an attempt to explain what God has already done. Amen. Yeah, it's an attempt to explain. If you believe that all the human race and everything, the universe, whatever it is that we can see around, seen and unseen, is coming from one standpoint. A big bang, something happened, then with time, changes occur due to the environmental changes, and some become human beings, and some remain animals, and some become fish. And, I mean, it, it, it's too wonderful. I need greater faith in order to uh, uh, understand this type of thing. I'm not a scientist, but you don't need to be a scientist to understand. Are you here? And the modern day, this is what somebody said about Darwin's theory. He said, Darwin's theory of evolution remains the best model to explain the natural world. It can be broken into many aspects. That needs to be explained on its own. So, what Darwin said, somebody today, he said, is the best model that explains. That is where I need to draw your attention to. That science is not the one validating who God is or what God has done. Science is trying to understand what God has already created. Hallelujah! Science is trying to understand so when you don't understand what God has created, you don't need to force it. Are you here? When you force it, you will be making mistakes. The same applies to the Big Bang. The astronomers also said that the universe is also coming from one point. The, the, the same thing. You see, it's just like a good example you can think about is saying that a car, okay, a car... Uh, came about from, uh, 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 what do you call it, one uh, explosion, one standpoint. Then that, with time, part of it became a tie. With time, part of it became a shaft. With time, some became uh, the seat, a leather seat. Some became, I mean, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's amazing that with time, different things can evolve. But you see, now as we talk about a car, you know that a tire, a car tire is made up of different substance and different product, different from what the body or the paint or the upholsteries, the leather, the engine, different things are made differently. Are you here? So the fact that you can see a car tire that is worn out with time, okay? A car tire will be worn out with time, depending on even the road you apply, whether it's asphalt or, or it's on tired road or where it is. And you are able to say that with time, a new tire becomes worn out. It's an attempt to explain what has happened to a tire that has been manufactured. But you cannot validate. And a tire may even refuse to be worn out if it has not been used. Are you here? So the theory of evolution and the Big Bang does no hold at all. Hallelujah. And the Bible says that in the beginning, God created heaven and the earth. Hallelujah. Amen. Turn your Bible again with me, if you will, to Isaiah chapter 42. Isaiah chapter 42. Verse number 
Isaiah chapter 42, verse number 5. Is it there? All right. I'm looking for it myself. What does your Bible say? Isaiah chapter 42. Okay. Bible says, That saith the Lord God, He that created the heavens and stretched them out. He that spread forth the earth and that which cometh out of it. He that giveth breath unto the people upon it, and spirit to them that walk therein. Hallelujah. Bible says, that saith the Lord God, he that created the heavens. Amen. The heavens were created by God. That's why we are talking about the article number one. I believe in God the Father Almighty, the creator of heaven and earth. Bible says that he created the heavens. He stretched them out. He spread forth the earth. And that which cometh out of it. Are you there? He that giveth breath upon uh, breath unto the people upon it. And spirit to them that walk therein. Hallelujah. So there is a God who stretched out the earth. Who created what we see today. Hallelujah. And for you to be a Christian, you need it essential. It's very important. It's vital. It is non-negotiable. Hallelujah. It's part of the non-negotiable ingredients of our faith. You need to believe it absolutely, 100%. There is no chance. We cannot say maybe 45%, 60%, or even 99% that there may be God. No, there is a God. 100%, we need to believe it absolutely. Hallelujah. That there is a God. This is a foundation. This is a foundation. We cannot come to a place where people can ask, is there a God? No. This is a foundation of our faith. And it's in the article number one that we believe in God the Father Almighty. Somebody say Almighty. 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 The maker of heaven and earth. Hallelujah. So over here we are emphasizing that he is not just a God, but he is the creator, the maker of heaven and earth. Amen. Verse, let's go to Isaiah again, chapter 48, verse number 13. Are you in Isaiah chapter 48, verse 13? I'm reading some scriptures and we'll be out of here. Okay. Are you there? Can we read together? One, go. My hand also has laid the foundation of the earth and my right hand has spanned the heavens. Even I call unto them. They stand up together. Hallelujah. Bible says, God is talking here. He said, my hand has laid the foundation of the earth. May you believe in God, the Father Almighty, the creator of heaven and earth. There is no doubt about that. Amen. He created it and he says it right here. There is nothing to be taken out of it or to be added. He created it. He said his hand has laid the foundation of the earth. And my right hand has spanned the heavens. Even I called unto them. They stand up together. Hallelujah. This is the reason why. This is the reason why you can understand miracles. This is the reason why things that does not make a scientific sense 
can happen. Because when you go by the theory of evolution and the Big Bang, they don't make, what they, you don't understand is, they make no provision for even Satan. They don't make provision for witchcraft. They don't make provision for evil spirits. They don't even make provision for muti and sangomens, which are very real with us. How many know that there are mutis? How many know that they are witchcraft spirits? How many know that they are evil beings and evil spirits? And how many know that there is Satan? You see, the concept of Satan, evil spirits, demons, witchcraft comes about when you believe in the Bible. Hallelujah! If not, if you are going to say that you don't believe in God the Father Almighty, then it means you don't believe that there is muti then there shouldn't be evil spirits. Then there should be, there, there's so many things. There can't be any miracles. But the concept of the Father creating everything brings about, well, after the creation, what happened? Something happened that made Lucifer become a Satan. That made a third of the heaven's hosts became, okay, fallen angels, the concept of demons and evil spirit right here. But your inability to affirm your faith in God the Father Almighty means that you are also asserting that there is no evil. There is no Satan. There are no witchcraft. There are no demons. There are... I want to meet somebody and explain this to him. Because when you go by this theory, then how do we come by all the evil? And we have people who know that they are evil and evil spirits are disturbing them. Very real. One day a lady called me. He said the work that she is doing, the people are using mootis. And they can do the thing, oh, and many people you know, you know. You know that they are spirit, they are spiritual beings and they are things. Hallelujah. Our faith in the God the Father Almighty makes us understand why all these things happen. Hallelujah. Without our faith in the created earth and heavens by a God, okay, who is self-existing, we will not be able to explain. Then how does a race become parted by evolution. You cannot part race. Are you here? When we go by the doctrine of evolution and all these uh, wonderful things that people are saying, it means that there are so many things we cannot account for. It means that you shouldn't believe in miracles. It means that there are things that cannot happen. Hallelujah. But when we look at Hebrews chapter 11, verse number 3, look at it. Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 11. Is it in your Bible? Okay. Verse number 3. The Bible says, and I read, Through faith we understand that the wells were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things we do appear. Hallelujah. We believe. What is faith? Faith is believing what God is saying. Faith is, I mean, uh, uh, accepting what the Bible says. When you accept it, that's what the Bible says. In Genesis chapter 1, verse number 3, the Bible says, God said, let there be light, and there was light. Amen. By faith. Why do I believe in this? I believe it because other things that the Bible says has been proven true. It's evident for us, including miracles, including me, myself, speaking in tongues. Hallelujah. Including predictions. Predictions that the Bible made, yes, 400 years, 500 years, that a virgin, 500 years before Jesus was born, the Bible predicted that a virgin will give birth, which is not possible according to science. 
but it is possible by faith. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, the maker of heaven and earth. Our faith in this will cause you to align yourself in a certain way. There is a God who watches over us. Yes, we thank God for what science is able to do. You see, the reason why sometimes many people become so powerful and they forget about God is that your ability to explain something that God has done to a certain extent does not make you God. The thing was there before you came anyway. All you have done is to understand what God has done. But to take over, it's not. The reason why science is accurate is that science is able to understand even the mechanism, some of the mechanisms, I should say, by which our body works. And therefore, the prescription of medication, okay, having uh, surgery and different things, science can help because they've been able to understand what God has created. And by that, God has created it already. You did not create it. God has created and you have understood the mechanism that it works. And by so doing, that is why when many things happen, they don't have answers. Up to now, I'm here to know, I'm told that nobody knows the function of the appendix. And there is no organ responsible for sleeping. Only, the only thing they've been able to say that man is able to sleep when he's tired. Man is able to sleep when he's tired. But what organ is responsible for you when it comes to sleeping? Nobody. What is the use of the appendix? It is there. You see, there are, there, there are things like how science was developing at a certain point in time. They thought that when you are not breathing, you are dead. And they buried a lot of people that were not breathing. Then they came to a place that they say, when you, you don't have pulse, then it means you are dead. Then they moved. So science is even developing. I don't know the next time. It, before, it was never taught that you can even do a heart transplant. But as knowledge increases, they are able to understand and do. But that doesn't make you God and does not allow you to replace God. That you, God is not the one in charge. There was a theory that uh, was done in universities. It's called a gap theory. The gap theory, when man did not know much, they ascribe everything to God. That God reigns when it is raining, it is God. But when they came to understand that when evaporation takes place, okay, there will be a conversation and it will come by the soul. It is not God any longer. It's like, when we don't know, we say that it is God. When you try and get small understanding, that there is no God. No. Bible says that the fool says in his heart that there is no God. Tell somebody, there is God. I believe in God, the Father Almighty. The creator of heaven and earth. Hallelujah. And even as God talks about how he created us, I wish I would have time to show you. That God created us. He spoke about even uh, Jeremiah. He said, when you were even a clot of blood, a clot of blood, a clot of, it took science many years. And for your information, the evolution theory was propounded in uh, 18, uh, what do you call it, 30. It was 1849. That the first uh, publication was done. So the time before that, what was happening? When did when did science even get to know of fetus? That life will be in fetus. But God has already said that the fetus is a clot of blood. Hallelujah! <laughs> when he said that he holds the he, he holds the whole world. In the, in the whole of his palm. When you spoke about the father, he's sick in the circle. People thought that the earth was flat, that when you walk, you are going to fall off. For a long time, 
But God, the creator, hallelujah. I said the creator had already spoken about how spherical the earth is. Are you here? We will do ourselves good to believe. Hallelujah. Not just, not just, I mean, giving a mental assent to it, but having faith in God the Father Almighty. That's why that's even, when you believe in this, and it will even help your salvation. Because the Bible says, for God loved the world that he gave. Why would he not love the world? After you have created something, you understand why he will give his only begotten son. After he has created all things, he will not watch the enemy to destroy it. Hallelujah. Are you there? Turn your Bibles with me again, if you will, to Exodus. Okay, maybe we should read the Joshua one. Joshua chapter 10, verse number 12 and 13. Joshua chapter 10, verse 12 and 13. I'm trying. Joshua chapter 10. Is it in your Bible? Okay. Can we read together? Verse 12 and 13. One go. Then speak Joshua to the Lord in the day when the Lord delivered up the Amorites before the children of Israel. And he said in the sight of Israel, Son, stand thou still upon Gideon and thou moon in the valley of Ajalon. 13. And the sun stood still and the moon stayed until the people had avenged themselves upon their enemies. Is not this written in the book of Joshua? So the sun stood still in the midst of heavens and hasted not to go down, but a whole day. Hallelujah! Amen! My God! I mean, how can we and science has actually proven this. Science has proven this. When I, I mean, I, I should have had the reference that they did a calculation and they noticed that this scripture is true. That, that there, there, there has been a delay. The orbiting and the rotation of the sun, and there has been a delay. But the Bible records over here. Who on earth can cause the sun to stand still? Who on earth can cause the moon to stand still? It can only, you see, it can only be done by the one who created it. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! It can only be done by, you see, that is why when your car gets spots, one day I had a car, uh, VW Sharon. And the brake pads. I was told that, oh, these cars, their brake pads are the same. But I went for one. It, it did not work. I went and changed it. Until we called the manufacturer to give us the part number. They looked, the, all the ones that I got looked similar, this, like the same. But when you tried to put it there, there was a small lock. That will not fit. The manufacturer had to give us the parts, the part number to look for that specific one. Hallelujah. Are you here? We may look like monkeys, but we are not monkeys. There is a special creation for human beings. God created monkeys as monkeys, apes as apes. Hallelujah. So, according to uh, evolution and Big Bang, it's like the variation. Even you, can, they cannot, you cannot understand that a, a, a jaguar is different from, a, a, what do you call it, 
cheetah and it's, it's different from fox and it's different from to them it's one thing that evolves and there, there, there's changes variation comes and a jaguar becomes a fox and a fox moves to become what a pan- oh guys let's be serious Let's be serious. I need a lot of uh, 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 wisdom or faith to believe in things like that. Then how did the ant stay small and the elephant became big? Wait time. Wait time. Can an, can an ant become an elephant? Wait time. You see, and do you know what the confusion is? By having the process, how a lava becomes a butterfly. So when you have seen that, there's, oh, that is it. That is it. That is how it, with time, with time, an ant will become an elephant. With time. With time, a, 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 a roaster, a hen, will become a tiger. I mean, how, where? And he, he gave an estimation of 18 billion years. He said, it has taken 18 billion years for that to happen. You know what? Let's believe in what God is saying. Hallelujah. Bible says that we are fearful and wonderfully made. Hallelujah. God said in Genesis chapter 1 verse number 26. He said, let us create man in our image. Hallelujah. Amen. You are not a product that just arrived. God created you purposefully. Amen. That is why we need to understand the Apostles' Creed. And anytime I read this portion of the scripture, that it has to take, it has to take the manufacturer to understand how to stop the sun. It has to take the manufacturer to know how to stop the moon. In the valley, the moon stopped in the valley of Ajalon, and it caused the sun to stop. It has to take the manufacturer to bring an east wind to divide a red sea. A sea. Have you heard it before? Since when have you, it's been raining, the wind, the storm, and none of the seas have been parted. None of the seas have been parted. Oh, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, the maker of heaven and earth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It takes, you see, that is why science cannot understand. Somebody has a tumor. We pray for the person, the tumor shrinks and it disappears. Somebody has been diagnosed with a cancer. It has to take the manufacturer. Hallelujah. Are you here? Oh, may your faith in God the Father Almighty not diminish. May you go ahead and even believe in him the more. Hallelujah. Today we are talking about God the Father Almighty. And I believe with all my heart that those of us who believe in him, he will also show himself strong on your behalf. Yeah, he will, he will overlook natural processes and procedures. He said, as far as the earth Remain it. Seed time and harvest time. He has set different things in place. Different things that he has. So when you come and observe what he has said and you agree with it, it's not something new that you have done. They told us when we were younger that there were only 12, uh, uh, what do you call it, planets. Is that not it? But with time, they have found so many the last time I was reading something, I even understood that Pluto is no longer a planet. Is it 12 or 9? 9, yeah. They've put that one aside. As uh, time goes, they begin to understand what they have not even understood. Hallelujah. Another scripture that tells me that the manufacturer can overrule every work of nature is in Second Kings chapter 6. Second Kings chapter 6. Look at it. Verse number 47. Let's look at Second Kings. Verse 
Are you there? I'm reading from verse number six, uh, number four to seven, if time will permit. So he went with them, and when they were come to Jordan, they cut down wood. Are you there? They wanted to build something, so they went to cut wood to do it. But as one was felling the beam, felling a beam, okay, the axe head fell into the water, and he cried. And said, alas, master, for it was borrowed. That's why you don't need to borrow things. eh? (laughs) You've not bought a car, but you have to replace a car. It's it's, it's messy. Verse number six. And the man of God said, the man of God. I said, the man of God. A man who believes in God. A man who believes that God is the creator of the heaven and earth. A man who believes in God, the Father Almighty, the maker of heaven and earth. You need to believe in the maker of the heaven and earth in order for you even to do certain things. If you don't believe that the world was created by somebody who has the power to do all things and overrule decisions and uh, what he has set in place, there are things that will never occur to you. Those who don't believe in miracles, don't pray to God for miracles, and they are looking only for medical bills and all this. You, you, you see, in a sense, you, do, you, you don't believe in God the Father Almighty, the creator of heaven and earth. Because when you believe in him, it will cause you to do things differently. He said, and the man of God. This means that that man believes in God the Father Almighty to the extent that they can associate God with him. That shall be your story. I said that shall be your story. You are becoming a woman of God. You are becoming a man of God. In the name of Jesus. And the man of God said. Where Felix? Where Felix? And he showed him the place. And he cut down a stick. And cast it in hither. And the iron did swim. Hallelujah. An iron, an axe head. Have you heard some before? A river that is streaming. A river that is streaming. That is not uh, uh, what is very clear. If it was clear, they would not even be shouting. And as it is moving, an axe head falls into it. Now we have some mathematicians here. They should tell us the gradient. The gradient that it fell, the speed at which it fell, and the, uh, what do you call the abstract, the angle at which it entered the water. What was the abstract? To locate where, to locate it, you need a lot of formulas. Hallelujah! Are the mathematicians here? What was the abstract? Was there a resistance? What was the angle? Uh, at what speed? When he was cutting, you need a lot of equation to locate it. And who has heard some before? When you try, if you like, try. Take just a coin and put it in a bucket of water and cause it to come back. But this was not a coin. This was an axe head. Hallelujah. And the man of God. Hallelujah. Oh, as you believe in God. I said, as you believe in God. I see God overruling nature and conditions to do something that only he can do. Hallelujah. May God show himself strong on your behalf. May the the creator of heaven and earth make an exception for you. In the name of Jesus. Then the man of God cut a stick. If it was another metal or iron rod, we will say that it was magnetic. But people did not know, so it attracted it. But how does a stick connect to a metal? Those who have been to school, we know we have ferrous metals and non-ferrous. You need. And it wasn't, it wasn't a metal. It was a stick. You put a stick. And whether the axe head was stuck in the mud or whatever, it began to move out. I, I, I can feel and I can see the axe head saying that, ah, a, a power is calling me. A power is drawing me. 
a power is drawing me. Kabaha to Kasa. Riando Tibanda Labor. Scientifically, when you come into contact with people, yes, you may have virus, you may have infection, but there is a God. I said there is a God who can overrule everything that was supposed to uh, create infection and have, give you something that you don't want. I believe in that God. The God that will let an axe head swim. And it did not just swim. When it swam to the, to, to, to the, to the brim, to the top, it stayed there. It floated long enough for the servant to go and pick it. My God. May God overrule. May the creator of heaven and earth overrule every verdict, every condition, whatever has been said by men. Doctors have said, this is how it's supposed to be. This is how your condition will be. This is how it has to be. They have documented experience. A thousand people died the same way. Two hundred people, it happened to them the same way. Look, but it will be minus you. I said it will be minus you. In the name of Jesus. Because you have believed in God the Father Almighty. May he overrule every condition. That's why the Bible says, let every man be a liar and God be true in the name of Jesus. How difficult it is to feed people. But in the days, on, in the wilderness, he caused manna. He caused manna to fall from heaven. My God, may we believe in God the Father Almighty. I say, may we believe in God the Father Almighty. Your faith in God the Father Almighty as the creator of heaven and earth will open another aspect of God to you. You see, if you don't believe in him, that he has all power, he created everything, and he knows something you don't know, you will not talk to him about certain things. When men tell you that this is your condition, this is how it will end, you will say that, yes, sir. Because you believe in man. You believe. We thank God for medical science. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. We thank God. They are experts, but there's only one authority. And that authority is God the Father Almighty. The maker of heaven and earth. He can overrule. He can do something that man, science, cannot even comprehend. I see you having a miracle. Yeah, may God answer you. That's what Jesus taught us. That when you pray, he said, whatever you ask the Father... The creator, the one who created everything. The manufacturer, he knows something you don't know. Hallelujah. Oh, some of you, not any part of your body, delegate organ, whether your liver is, we wouldn't go for operation. God will give you a new one. The manufacturer will replace it. I said the manufacturer will replace it. That is why without a cut, it's today. That doctors are doing pinhole uh, camera operations. Is that not it? Yeah. Pinhole. Just an insertion. But God without cutting is able to remove organs from our bodies. Replace it and change conditions. It's able to bring the dead to life. We are talking about God the Father Almighty. The maker of heaven and earth. May the Lord cause our faith in him. To grow exceedingly strong. May we not doubt the existence of our creator. The one from whom all blessings flow. The father of all spirits. The one who has made us who we are. The one who loved us enough to cause the son to come and die for us. May the Lord bless you and lift his countenance upon you. May it be well with you. And may your faith in God the father almighty. Oh, may you put your absolute faith in the word of God, in the Bible, and the word of the manufacturer, the creator of heaven and earth. If you believe in God, the Father Almighty, every part of the Bible will be meaningful to you. Because he knows more than science knows. He knows more than what evolution is talking about. He knows more than professors. He knows more than doctors. Hallelujah. May the Lord cause our faith to stand firm in his word. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. 
this all time will permit us to be together. Stand to your feet. And let's. We want to pray. Maybe somebody invited you or you chanced upon the link on Facebook. But I want to ask you do you believe? Do you believe in God the Father Almighty? Do you believe that the earth where we are was created by a supernatural being? Somebody is somebody's work. Do you believe that you are a product of somebody and he has a, a purpose and agenda for your life? You are not a mistake. He has a plan for you. The way your mind works, the way your eyes is, the way how complex we are as human beings, we couldn't just have come about through a big bang. We couldn't have just evolved from nothing. Somebody thought of us and made us the way we are. And he's the one I'm talking about this morning. That you should put your faith and your trust in God the Father Almighty. He's the creator of heaven and earth. And as you do, your life will never be the same. If you want to rededicate your life and you want to confess him. Oh yes, that you want to say that, Pastor, from today I believe. I believe in creation. Oh yes, as being created by God. I believe that everything we see around seen and unseen like hebrews says the things that consist are made not of the things that do appear yes he said and came by his word he created the worlds i want you to lift your hands if you want to say pastor pray with me and pray for me i want to give my life to jesus i want to be born again i want to believe in god as the creator of heaven and earth as the one who is responsible for all we see around he created it i would like to pray with you wherever you are say this prayer with me say lord jesus lord jesus this morning i come to you just as i am please forgive me and wash me with your blood from today father i believe in you you are father almighty the creator of heaven and earth jesus is your son i believe it because that is what your word says i believe it he died for me and he rose again i accept him as my lord and Savior. From today, I confess Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Please write my name in the book of life. May my life be directed by you from today in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, I pray for all those who have taken this decision. Let your grace and your mercies be their portion. And may they see your manifest presence in their lives. May they not be the same. Let your grace keep them until we meet in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope you've been blessed by the word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.